You're listening to a Philly Sports Nation production. Enhancing your Philly sports experience. As Nick Foles' pass slips through Alshon Jeffrey's fingertips and into Marshawn Lattimore's open arms, the Eagles' 2018-2019 season officially came to an end. After watching Nick Foles lead the Eagles to the promised land just one year before, Philadelphia had high hopes. As the hope was squashed in New Orleans, Doug Peterson and Howie Roseman had a long offseason of improving the roster, getting players healthy, and getting back to the playoffs. The offseason caused a shakeup in the roster. The Eagles said goodbye to players like Michael Bennett, Golden Tate, Chris Long, Jay Ajayi, and of course, Nick Foles. This talent was quickly replaced and upgraded with Malik Jackson, Jordan Howard, Andrew Sandejo, and familiar faces in Vinnie Curry and Deshaun Jackson. Along with those playmakers, Brandon Brooks, Carson Wentz, Jason Kelsey, Rodney McLeod, Fletcher Cox, and Alshon Jeffrey were all on strong roads to recovery. Early on, this team looked legit. After a busy month, all eyes moved to Nashville for the 2019 NFL Draft. With needs at defensive line, wide receiver, running back, and defensive back, the Eagles kept people guessing up until draft night. As the first round moved along, the Eagles moved up a couple of spots to get their left tackle of the future, Andre Dillard. The need for skill positions came in rounds two, when Miles Sanders and J.J. Ortega-Whiteside were selected by the Eagles. Now, more than ever, it was clear. It was a priority to build around Carson Wentz. The later rounds brought Sharif Miller and Clayton Thorson to Philly. Now, with an even better roster, it was time to get to work. During OTAs, promising rookies, rookie Miles Sanders goes down with a hamstring injury, Nelson Aguilar gets banged up, and Malcolm Jenkins requests to get his contract reworked. All of a sudden, Eagles fans came back to earth, realizing this game is not perfect. Positive news came shortly after, as Carson Wentz officially signs a four-year contract extension. After all the debate, Wentz is locked in as a franchise quarterback and is paid like so. The Eagles continue to have a good offseason, further developing the roster with signs like Jonathan Cyprian and Darren Sproles, filling every possible hole imaginable. Through training camp, the DNA boys were the talk of town. Wentz was looking to have a great year ahead of him. On offense, young players Miles Sanders, Andre Dillard, and Greg Ward stole the show. On defense, Josh Sweat, Joe Osman, Rasul Douglas, and City Jones were lights out, but it was Camus Grugier Hill who dominated. Carson Wentz constantly threw deep bombs to Deshaun Jackson in practice. This team is going to be fun to watch. Yet again, there were highs and there are lows. Camus Grugier Hill and Nate Sudfeld suffer injuries that would keep them out for the start of the season, whereas Joe Osman's breakout season wouldn't even make it to preseason as he tears his ACL. This preseason brought out the best and the worst of some players, but it was Deshaun Hall who put the league on notice with four sacks and three forced fumbles through the four games. The roster began to take its final form, but Jadavion Clowney trade rumors gave the Eagles something to consider. 
Finally, Eagles football has arrived. After a slow start on offense and the defense giving up big plays to Case Keenum and the Redskins, the Eagles were desperate to put points on the board. Enter Deshaun Jackson. Two big 50-yard touchdowns later, the Eagles open the season on a high note. Malik Jackson's season unfortunately came to an end, but Brandon Brooks made a spectacular recovery from his torn Achilles playing almost the entire game. The Eagles were actually living up to the hype. The injury bug hit again in Week 2. The Eagles were without Deshaun Jackson and Alshon Jeffrey for most of the game. Nelson Aguilar ended up dropping a potential game-winning touchdown. And just like that, the Eagles were proven to be beatable, falling to 1-1. One one. In Week 3, the team looks flat, but was given another chance to make a fourth-quarter comeback. This time, J.J. Ortega-Whiteside was the one who dropped the game-winning touchdown and from what would have been an easy 3-0 start, the Eagles fell to 1-2. Thursday night brought out the best in this Eagles team. Fighting in a shootout at Lambeau Field, Jordan Howard showed his dominance. Avante Maddox was rushed to the hospital after taking a scary hit, and Craig James called a game with a late pass breakup, leading to an interception. This is the beginning of yet another next-man-up mentality season. The Eagles seemed to get back on track at home when they beat the Jets 31-6. Orlando Skandrick and the Eagles' defense led their team to their first blowout of the season. More of these wins should be expected. A sense of confidence flew into the locker room before the Eagles flew to Minnesota when Zach Brown said that Kirk Cousins was the weakest link of the Vikings' offense. After Cousins put up one of the best games of his career and the Eagles returned to 500, Zach Brown's time with the Eagles came to an end. Days later, an anonymous source came out from the locker room bashing Carson Wentz and his play. This season is slowly getting out of hand. The focus in Philly turned to trading for Jalen Ramsey, the talented cornerback in Jacksonville. But instead, another Jalen, Jalen Mills, returned to the defense and notched an impressive interception in his first game back. Unfortunately, that game happened to be a 37-10 loss to the Cowboys. After back-to-back -back blowout losses, this team needs to hold themselves accountable. Orlando Skandrick seemed to light a fire in this team, but not on the field. After being released, Skandrick went on national television, blasting Malcolm Jenkins, Harry Roseman, and more. The team came out firing against the Bills, but remained at 500. The upcoming trade deadline was an eventful one for the Eagles. They were reportedly in the market for multiple players, and were fielding offers for even Nelson Aguilar and Vinnie Curry. Instead of grabbing at instant playmakers, the Eagles walk away with Jannard Avery, the defensive end. An impressive start, but yet slow finish, and their victory over the Bears raised some confidence, but still wasn't enough. For another year, Jordan Matthews finds his way back to the Eagles, signing a one-year deal after Deshaun Jackson was finally put on IR. Another familiar face finds his way back to Philly. In wake of Jordan Howard's injury, Jay Ajayi returns to the Eagles. The following two weeks, the defense continued to play with fire, limiting both the Patriots and the Seahawks to 17 points each. It gave the Eagles a perfect opportunity to continue winning, but they still managed to lose and set this team back even further. Now with a chance to handle Miami, the roles were reversed. The defense made Ryan Fitzpatrick and Devontae Parker look like Joe Montana and Jerry Rice. After you think you've seen it all, 
the Dolphins kicker throws a touchdown to the punter, and the Eagles fall to 5-7. and seven. Going into the divisional game against the Giants, injuries began to pile up with Jordan Howard, Derek Barnett, Nelson Aguilar all out for the game, as well as Deshaun Jackson, Darren Sproles, Corey Clement, Hassan Ridgeway, and more already ruled out for the entire year. Injuries continue at the start of this game with Alshon Jeffrey, Lane Johnson, and Jalen Mills. Eli Manning and Darius Slayton made Ronald Darby look like a fool early in the game, but Carson Wentz took over late. The offense, led by Wentz, Ertz, and Boston Scott, fought back into the game, forcing overtime and winning the game on Wentz's one of Wentz's most impressive drives of his young career. Although impressive, ESPN's Max Kellerman still had it out for Wentz, whereas Dan Orvolsky came to the defense. Sitting at 6-7, and seven, it was time to burn the ships, as Zach Ertz said, and not go back. It was time to fight the last three games and do as Aaron Rodgers said in 2016, run the table. The goal for the Eagles was simple, win out and get into the playoffs. In Washington, the defense was off to another horrendous start, but Carson Wentz and Greg Ward connected late in the game, sealing another win. Carson Wentz was doing what not many quarterbacks could do. In Week 16, the Eagles came out fighting hard. The defense held out, limiting Dak Prescott and his offensive weapons to a rough game, and Wentz led a team of backups and practice squad players to a three-game winning streak. Now in Week 17, it is win or go home. The game was slow to start, and Saquon Barkley would not give up without a fight. Boston Scott became the Giants' new kryptonite, scoring three touchdowns, and Sidney Jones sealed the deal late in the game. Your Philadelphia Eagles are divisional champs. We all stayed up late watching the thrilling end to the Seahawks 49ers game, anxiously waiting to see who would be the next opponent. It would be Seattle who would travel to Philly. The East is not enough, and now is all we need was the mantra for the Eagles, and Dreams and Nightmares was played on repeat. On a cold and windy, windy Sunday evening, the Eagles look to continue their magic and advance in the playoffs. Then, the unthinkable happens. Carson Wentz goes down with a head injury after taking a nasty hit from Jadavion Clowney. Yet again, takes about Carson Wentz being injury-prone resurface, and the quarterback is taking unwarranted criticism. It was Josh McCown who was called upon late to save the season with a supporting cast of Greg Ward, Robert Davis, Boston Scott, Dallas Goddard, plus Zach Ertz with a lacerated kidney and fractured rib, and Miles Sanders with an ankle injury. The Eagles' offense fought hard but failed to reach the end zone when it was crucial. A drop pass by Miles Sanders and a sack on Josh McCown late in the game took the Eagles' offense off of the field, trailing by eight points. In a long completion, the DK Metcalf put the Seahawks in victory formation. Just like that, the season was over, and a somber mood fell over the city of Philadelphia. I want to thank you all for the support this season towards me and my podcast. I appreciate every one of you. I don't want to end the season reliving the game against the Seahawks because, you know, I'm not here to blame anyone for the loss. I'm not here to express my feelings towards the refs or Jadavion Clowney or Sulk in the Eagles' first-round exit. What the Eagles did this season was nothing short of impressive. 
Never before have I seen so many injuries to a single team. And I think that they made the playoffs with so many backup players, so many guys that were on the practice squad to start the year, but also had a 40-year-old quarterback run around with these practice squad players in a home playoff game. It just blows my mind. I give Carson Wentz, Doug Peterson, and all of these young playmakers on this team all of the credit in the world. You know, the future is bright with this core. Wentz, Sanders, Scott, Goddard, Greg Ward. It's all there. If you're out there criticizing Wentz, just stop. It just means that you don't know the game. It will be a long offseason, but I will be here every step of the way, podcasting full-time on draft content, free agency, and a lot more for you guys. Please hang around for a lot more content and share with your family and friends. And go Birds!